Welcome to Scale, sports, knowledge, and life. Let's learn, let's apply, and let's scale up. Hey, welcome to Scale, sports, knowledge, and life. This is a community for student athletes where we come together and we share our knowledge and talk about our journey. Today, I have a special guest with me today. We have Layla Sharif. Layla, welcome to Scale. Hello, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, it's a pleasure. Happy to have you on. You're my first female student athlete, so thanks so much for taking your time out to yeah. join us today. So I really, really appreciate it. So before we get started, I just want to check on, like, where are you right now mentally? Like, how are you feeling in, like, how are you feeling in your mental space right now? Um, I feel like I'm in a good mental space. I have always been a more, you know, like positive person and seeing the glass half full rather than half empty. So like, I feel like I'm in a good place. Like I, um, you know, everyone has their days, but I am a person who acknowledges my feelings, recognize them, and then move on from them. Like try not to sit in feelings that are not comfortable. Like, you know, overall doing well, doing well. That's good, that's good, that's good. Thanks for sharing, happy to hear that you're in a good mental space right now. That's great, it's very important. You know, as we know right now in the society we live in, this is a real big topic that people kind of gloss over and I'm glad we're kind of making it, we're bringing it, we're bringing it to the forefront, which I think is very important. So thanks yeah. for sharing, sharing your Definitely space. Definitely a tough time nowadays with everything going on, but you know, just you gotta stay positive and keep pushing. That's that's what I try to do at least. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right, sounds good. All right, so we're gonna dive right in, all right? So my okay. first question for you is just I kind of want you to kind of take us through your journey before like pre-high school. Like like what sports did you play? What positions did you play? Where did you get the passion to even want to, you know, be an athlete? Okay. Um so I started out my first sport was soccer like my family my oldest brother so I have nine siblings um but not my oldest brother one of my brothers he is uh he started playing soccer so all of us kind of like fell into line so that was like my first sport I think maybe like third or fourth grade or something like that so I did soccer and then the next thing I got into was basketball so I would I would I did those for the longest um I think soccer was a good starting place for me like for coordination and everything because I feel like that's that, that's good in like stamina and stuff so soccer um then I got into basketball um basketball uh in high school and also in high school, I did volleyball as well as track and field. Track and field, I started my um, sophomore year. I, okay. I my sophomore year. Or, yeah, and then started uh, track and field. <laughs> so okay, okay. Track and okay. field, my events, I long jump, triple jump, uh, open two, four by two, uh, four by four, open four, and then um, volleyball. I don't know what I played. I just, I was just, I was just out there 
because I could be. <laughs> right, right, right. So you're 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 pretty tall. So so what's your what's your height? Yeah, I am five eight and a half. Um, a lot of people think I'm taller than that, but it's an illusion. I have long yeah. limbs, but <laughs> yeah, I thought you're like six foot or like at least five eleven. So no, I'm five eight and a half. Okay, 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 okay. Well, I mean, with the ponytail, I could be six foot. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for sharing your uh, your pre high school. So now yeah. that you got us to your your high school phase, you talked about playing basketball and also playing volleyball in high school and also track and field. So did you play soccer at all? Or you didn't even attempt to play top soccer? So the soccer I played competitively, like they um, kind of like on a child team, like a, I guess an AAU of soccer. So um, in high school, I think I played my freshman year for the team and I just was ready to be in a different environment. So mm -hmm. I um, just quit like sophomore year. So I played one year as a freshman and then stopped playing and picked up track and field. I just okay. needed a change of change of pace. Right, right, right. Okay, so now you're in high school, right? So you're in high school now. You have three sports that you're kind of focusing on right now. So kind of talk through your your high school journeys, like as you know, playing sport, being a student athlete as well. So kind of shed some light into your academic journey as well as well as you playing, you know, um, running track and field, playing basketball and also volleyball. I think volleyball comes first, right? The track is like almost year, it's like almost year round, right? Track, track and field yeah. for the most part, volleyball, then basketball, I think. Yeah. So okay. my main focus was basketball because that's what I love the most. Okay. Um, so the, like the track and field was something I just wanted to try. Volleyball mm -hmm. was definitely something that I just wanted to, that was probably like, at the bottom I was just like I could do it so I can you know but I always wanted to stay active so that's why I joined so many um you know sports teams man I was athletic enough to do it right right but, right. <laughs> but um and then what it taught me like mentally was how to balance like your athletic life and you know your academic life that's where it first started for me because you had to be eligible to play. So you had to go to class, you had to get the grades and everything. So that is something that um, pretty much like I kind of, I did, I did decent that. I did decent that. <laughs> um, but I, I will say it wasn't until college that I really had to utilize it and, um, it's just because you have way less structure when you're in college. So, you know, with sports, it's like, okay, school, class, after school, go to sports, games, come home, do homework, get back up, do it again. And right. it was very kind of like routine. So as long as you, as long as I had picked up the routine, like I was okay, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's how okay. I kind of. Okay, so. So it sounds like you had a pretty, I don't say smooth, but you were able to learn that balance of being a student as well as being an, an athlete in high school because you played three sports and you also knew that you had to keep your grades up in order to play in those sports. And you yeah. kind of, you know, kind of learned the learn learn how you know you work and you know the, the daily, you know, kind of routine, so to speak. So I, I do want to ask, did you have a job at all while you were in high school or were you solely you know, a student and you also play sports. 
Oh, I did have a job like during the summertime. So yeah, I had a lot of jobs. I've been, I was working since I was like 12. <laughs> and went, yeah. Well, so we went through this program that was like through a community center in our neighborhood. And so we were basically making like 215 an hour. Like we, we weren't making anything, but I started at like at a library shelving books and um but that program allowed me to you know make money and it allowed me to do other things like it um i worked at a golf course i worked at a um, rec center so um but usually it was always like during the summertime and then um yeah so that's what that's that's what it was it was a lot but and then yeah, I also worked at uh, like Six Flags during the summer, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was a lot. So, okay. so, so your work mainly was in the summer, not really during the, the school year, or, or, yeah, through the school year, pretty much, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but it didn't really interfere with you having you know practice, work on your game because you're at work. You can't, you know, not saying you would have missed practice, but you know, like like they said, I know for me, I worked throughout high school. And, you know, one thing my dad would always say, like, man, you, you go to work, you know, on Saturday and Sunday, but if you need those hours to go work on your free throws or, you know, work on this or work on that, how much better would you be? And I always thought, like, man, like, you know, but at the time, you know, I needed money to buy certain things and get the yeah. kind of shoes I want or clothes or gas money, things of that nature. So, so um, okay, that's that's good. So in, in high school or, or even just, you know, pr- pr- prior to high school, did you experience any like injuries or anything that may have caused any like delay or you had them to miss any games or or miss practice or were you kind of like, man, I was good. I didn't have no injuries. I was solid. Fortunately, I did not have any major injuries in high school. I mean, I had, you know, a sprained ankle or something like that, but um my, my ankles were like rubber bands, so they would just bounce back up. And so I would just, you know, keep them wrapped. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, so I had nothing, um, nothing major that like set me back. I, I was, I was blessed in that area right. in right. high school. Now going forward, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely, get, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. definitely get to the college years, but, um, oh, like, I did like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, please, please. Go I ahead. did um, learn a lot about injuries and stuff because our my school offered like a first aid program. So I also, um, or classes, and I also took those. So that has helped me to know how to treat my body. Like if something is going wrong or if I feel something, I'm like, okay, this is what this, I need to do ice, rest, ice, compression, elevation, you know, wrap my own ankle and stuff like that. So that helped me a lot. Um, and I also like help my teammates out with that type of stuff too. Right. right. That's very important. You know, our body's important, you know, in sports and, you know, there's a quote I actually read once and it's funny because it said, he was referring to basketball. Um, and he was like, it's funny because they say the game is 90% mental, and 10% physical. I mean, the, the physical is very important, but also the mental is so important. However, you know, someone's mental health doesn't get the same attention as someone's ACL or, or you know, tearing, yeah. tearing something or breaking something. So so um, that, that was definitely um, a good point that you um, made. And my, my coach um, was very good, like, well, 
was very good with like with our mental health. Like I remember the the first time being introduced to like um, visualizations and like uh, sort of meditations before games and practices. He would have somebody come in. We would all lay on the floor, close our eyes, visualize like what we need to do. And um, at that time, I, I was just like, what are we doing? Like, I would fall asleep because <laughs> I would fall asleep because I'm like, it, it, it was relaxing, but I never understood like the power of that until later on in my you know college career and everything. So um, that was where I was first introduced to it. And I think that kind of steered me in a direction that we can get to in the future that I am in now. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. And that was in high school, right? That was in high school. That was, a, that was my first time being introduced to that. And I was like, what is that? Like, this yeah, yeah. Kudos <laughs> to your high school coach, man. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so, all right. So my next question I want to ask you is, what challenges did you have while being a student athlete in high school? Just in high school. Do you have any challenges that you had to, to overcome? And if you did, what were they? And then how did you overcome those those challenges? Well, um, so I was born and raised Muslim. So like during, you know, like Ramadan, we would have to fast. And so I was fasting while going to school and playing all types of sports. And that itself was like a really big challenge for me. So like I remember even being in practice and I'm like, all right, coach, like, is it time for me to break my fast? Like, so yeah I was I was out there and so they would be like in the middle of the drill but I would really just kind of focus because if you think about it it's, it's, it's going to keep you natural so I would try to not think about it but I would check on every time like okay what time is it but they were pretty good about just being like all right Layla go eat come back like you know and so that was a challenge um coming from a big family like sometimes having to make my way to certain practices or games, you know, my mom, it was seven of us in the house, same household. So my mom could not give us all the, you know, attention and ride that we need. So just being able to, you know, make your way through to practices, games and stuff like that. If, you know, the school didn't provide you. And, um, and then I think socially, you know, you had to really be focused to not get distracted into like social settings and stuff that can get you like into trouble. So I tried to, you know, you clear that. And then right, right. You know, academics, I think it's all just being a, a teenager, you know, those basic <laughs> things that teenagers go through. Yeah. And that's, that's major. So, so you, you mentioned social life and trying to stay clear, uh, you know, clear of, you know, getting in any kind of trouble, but, you know, I think it's also important to have like a, a balance, right? Like a healthy balance. Like, Definitely. You don't want to go into all the parties every Friday, Saturday, but I mean, you want to yeah. have friends you can hang out with, do sleepovers or go, or go to the mall or something like that. So did you kind of create like Oh a yeah, I definitely it kicked it. Social. I was like. I definitely was social. I definitely hung out. Um, I definitely did my fair share of social activities. <laughs> but um, 
I don't know. I feel like though I've always had a different kind of mindset, so I I never really got consumed in it. If that makes sense, right. like I like I was social, but I didn't care enough to like have to be social. If that makes sense, I don't know if that makes sense. But I yeah. so I just and then my um my my parents are there. They weren't you know they were kind of strict, so it was it was still like. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, you know? <laughs> so like, I'm going to kick it till 12, but I got curfew. <laughs> well, so, that's not bad. 12 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what my, my curfew was, but I'm sure it was yeah. probably varied on the night or, you know, how I'm doing in grip with my grades and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and it, when I, when I, but I gradually, you know, grew into that. Like yeah. my freshman year, it was more, you know, you just learning things. But by my senior right. year, like, we out here. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. So you're playing sports in high school. You're balancing your, your, your grades. You're, you know, playing multiple sports. So did you have any aspirations to play at the next level? And if so, what sport were you looking at really trying to get that scholarship to play? I mean, we all want to go to college for free. And if you can play sport and get it for free, why not? So Kind of, kind of speak, speak to that. And then, yeah, kind of speak to that. Go ahead. For me, that was the motive. Like, I knew that there was probably no other way for me to get to college um, and play on the next level without a scholarship. Like I said, I came from a, a big family. So that was like something that was kind of unheard of. And then for like my sister, she got a track and field scholarship. So it was either the basketball or track and field but however I didn't take track and field as serious as I took basketball so and I knew I wanted to play at the next level I just didn't know how it all worked like I so I just kind of just was like all right like let me just figure it out as I go because I didn't really have anyone that was giving me direction as far as like okay you need to do this to get to here, you need to do that to get to here. I was just basically like fumbling my way through it and trial and error, a lot of learning experience. And that's where I end up, you know, taking the journey that I took. Because <laughs> if I knew what I knew now, I would have been a whole different. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. So, but I'm blessed for the journey that I did take. Well, absolutely. I mean, we're still here, we're breathing, we're healthy. So, gotta just be fortunate to be where we are today so yeah thanks thanks for sharing that you can just kind of flesh out or go into a little bit more details about your journey and and how you got recruit like you know like you know trying to enhance your recruitment opportunities you know you said you didn't have like a real mentor or maybe coach wasn't like hey Layla you're definitely going to go play at the next level let's do this like did you play AAU ball did you do travel ball like like what yeah. steps did you take even though you didn't have guidance but what did you do that you were able to fumble your way into by like, getting recruited, yeah. getting letters, and getting getting that that's cost? Well, AAU definitely helped because I feel like that was how I kind of got my name out there a little bit. And I was, you know, I wasn't the all-star player, like, but I was a good player. So um, like I wasn't on the top recruiting list, but if you see me play, then you could <laughs> something <laughs> in there but um so I definitely did like a lot of AU played 
you know, um, tournaments in Vegas and mm -hmm. uh, summer ball and stuff like that. And that kind of just catapulted me. I honestly don't know how I ended up getting the scholarship that I got. I don't know how the coach found me or anything, but I, you know, with just um, AAU and high school basketball, and we are a pretty good high school basketball team. So, you know, and we were in the, um, I grew up in Denver, Colorado, and we uh, were in the Phi Bay A League, which is like our top league. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all, y'all up there, y'all up there. So, so, um, sorry to cut you off. If you, you know, my, I apologize. Go ahead, keep going. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. What I was oh, I was gonna <laughs> ask you too because you touched on something that was like, hmm, was you talked about playing in Vegas, like going to a term a tournament in Vegas, and yeah. things that I wish I would have known was going to Vegas. And Vegas is like, you know, you go there in the summer, you play, you probably get ranked. Like, okay, you, you did great one game, now you're ranked number one forty five in the country. And, so, like, talk about that experience. Like, how did you find out about it? How did you, you know, you did the pay for it? Was it free? Like, did a coach or a team sponsor you? And then how was that? If you can recall that experience, like, being in Vegas and playing, like, did it kind of get you that? You we get more letters from coaches and from different schools? I, um, I know I played in Vegas at least three times. Two, um, <laughs> two <laughs> I think two was my high school. Maybe it was twice. And I went with AAU, and that was a team that my community put together, which honestly, like, the, my community rec center had a lot to do with, like, just the development, because there was a lot of things, even from just social standards, as far as, like, growing up in Denver, like, we went skiing, and we went white rod rafting, like, I probably would have never done that if it wasn't for these programs, so community programs are, like, very, very important just with the growth of kids anyway. So our um, community rec center um, put together a team, the Glen Arms, and which was actually, you know, I think about it, like my first team that I played on for basketball. So I just kind of stuck with them and they knew me from that. So they put together, you know, different women from different high schools and we would, we would go. I mean, it was, <laughs> I think that was my first time. It was an experience. We didn't play very well, but like the experience was good. And then um, the next time was um, with our high school team. And um, with both of those, they did pay for like our tickets or something like that. We just had to come up with some type of, I can't remember how much, but we didn't have to come up with a lot of money to do it. You know, we were little inner city kids that really didn't have <laughs> much, but um you have to come up with that. I know we did some fundraising at um, at my high school. We would work like football games, like the Broncos games and stuff like that to raise money for us to go. So I think, I think that was a part of it. Um, however, we didn't do very well in that because we were too busy trying to be social. And so <laughs> <laughs> our team got in trouble because we decided to go out on the strip when we oh, were supposed to be in our room. Like, I'm sorry, team, I, I told on that. But, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> we, um, we didn't do very well. So like the starter players kind of got benched and we uh, wasn't really able to hang on. But another life lesson that we learned there, like you really have to be focused if you really, you know, gotta abide by 
the rules and guidelines because they're in a place for a reason. And that's, if you don't, you lose. <laughs> right, okay. right, right. And so, so you talked about having older, older siblings that also played sports. So I kind of, this question is more so around like your support system and helping mm -hmm. guiding you, you know, academically as well as athletically. So like you say your sister received a, a scholarship to play, you know, track and field in college. So like, mm -hmm. was she like a support to you and like, hey, Layla, you do this, this and take this exam and then go talk to this person and this counselor or were you still like, man, I was on my own. I just had to just. I, I, was, <laughs> I was still just kind of figuring it out because I, she was figuring it out too. Mm -hmm. um, we're like a year apart. So she, and we went to um, different high schools. And so like she was on a different journey than me. So we were kind of just still figuring different it out. Different high schools. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, you got to go into detail about that. <laughs> Unless you want <laughs> No, it's like, they, like we got to choose our high school and uh, she went to another high school and I was like, nah, I don't want to go to that high school. I want to go to this high school. Okay. So um, I went to the the other high school <laughs> and um just because I kind of wanted to be in my own lane anyway too so right. that, that had a lot to do with it um in hindsight I probably should have just went to the same high school and probably did the same thing but you know your journey is your journey so you just exactly exactly all right so now that we get to the crunch like I want to know how did you secure that scholarship like because I met you, I know I didn't mention before we started, so I do know you um, when I went mm -hmm. to the fourth school that I went to to play ball. You were mm -hmm. also in that same city, same apartment complex that we, that we lived <laughs> in, but you went to a different school, which is like literally like a mile apart from my school. Right. Um, so I know you did play at the college level, so just kind of talk about how did you secure, I think you mentioned earlier about like, you don't know how it came about, it just kind of came, but just kind of talk through, did you have any other like schools that wanted you, like junior college or other four-year schools, or like just kind of talk about having to make that decision and then like, you know, what did you decide and how did you decide? So I, I did start out at a junior college. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I went there for two years and this is where it got a little dicey because <laughs> because oh. I, I did not understand the college journey. Like I, nobody kind of really sat, I, I, I knew I needed to go to college to get an education. I didn't know like the steps I needed to do when I, when I got there, if that makes sense. So it, it was very much a learning curve for me. So um, I ended up going to school in Nebraska, Western Nebraska, whatever. And um, we were actually really good. We went to, um, I guess the, you know, nationals. Yeah, we went to national or whatever, um, both years or no, my first year. So, um, like I said before, like college and having to structure your life and be disciplined, like I really didn't do that because it was, it was a lot more freedom mm -hmm. and it was a lot more partying I guess for me and just a not understanding like what I needed to do for college mm -hmm. so um I don't I don't know like I said I don't know how they found me I don't know I'm I'm, I'm assuming it's from the AAU or whatever I just know I got a call one day and they're like oh we're gonna give you just a full ride scholarship if you go to this I said 
well, I'm going because how else am I going to get to college? I don't, you know, get a scholarship. So I went and it was, it was one of the, you know, best and worst times (laughs) because I didn't have direction at that time. I'll say that. So I basically failed like my, my, my first year, like I played, but like to go back to school, like I didn't pass my classes because I was out there doing wrong. So, (laughs) or just being young and naive and, and even just from the classes that I was taking, I got there, but they put me in these classes that weren't challenging me. So I didn't really take them seriously. And then uh, some of them, like I uh, tested out of them. I was like, this is, this is just way too easy for me. Like, cause they made my schedule. They did, they did all that stuff for me. Like I really didn't have. Might a, say so. Yeah. Or not, like, or just, I just didn't know uh, what I was doing really. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I really just didn't know. And um, so after that first year, which basketball wise was good, but yeah, then yeah. they were like, yeah, but you didn't make your grades to pay this next season. You're going to have to sit out. And they offered me to like redshirt, but I was like, I don't want to redshirt. Like, I want to be, you know, like I want to take this year so I can go, which yeah. I probably should have just sat out a year. But I was like, I sat out the semester uh-huh. <laughs> and then made my grade and played at the end of the semester. However, okay. that was not good for me like basketball wise because now the team is established you know everybody's position so now I'm coming you know off the bench where at one point like I was starting and all that stuff so um yeah so that was really really hard really hard for me man that's a that's a that's a gym like you know I didn't well I did play Juco but I didn't go out of high school to play at at a junior college but wow, like what you just said was like very important. That's why I want to highlight it. Like you said, freshman year, you know, you were kind of, you know, you weren't really focusing on your school. So, you, but you played that first season. But yeah. you came to your sophomore year, you're like, hey, your grades aren't really looking so good. Coaches advise like, hey, just redshirt. And the redshirt sounded like they would still pay for you to go to school. Like they were still going to pay for you. Like it wasn't like you had to take out loans. It's like redshirt. And then your next year, maybe I'm wrong, but. but they didn't, they didn't want to pay. <laughs> oh, so yeah that's that even, that's even that's even that so first okay. semester that was the only time that i had to pay for my school and luckily it was at a juco because i wasn't playing so basically i lost the scholarship too <laughs> see that's that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize that it's not guaranteed like like not i didn't even learn like i mean one thing and sorry to cut off and this is your time like i learned after I finished playing sports, that scholarships was on a year-to-year basis. Like, I always thought, like, okay, you get your get your grades, get your, your um, stats up, you get a scholarship for your school, boom, you sign. Like, once you sign, put your hat on or whatever, however you sign, verbally, handshake or whatever, yes, that's four years. And it's like, no, 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 no. You have to perform and do well. Yeah. <laughs> in the sport you play and coach will renew it on an annual basis. Now for me, I was fortunate. I never had to talk about, hey, Dada, you know, money looking funny. And it's always, mm-hmm. so I always thought it was automatic. I thought it was like, okay, I'm coming to your school. It's automatic, but I learned <laughs> like, oh. Now I did read that 
that I think in 2015, I forgot what year, don't quote me, I have it in my little notepad, but they do like some like major schools can offer like a, a student like four years up front, but mm -hmm. typically it's on a year to year. So so yeah. that so just to keep highlighting, but yeah, that's even so that, that's another highlight. So, yeah, that and that was something I learned too. And my mom and dad were not happy, happy. with that. Yeah. <laughs> so I all that I learned within that first year, year and a half or whatever. And um as far as like the the physical aspect of like just going to college and we were an elite team right way way different like waking up basically five in the morning to run to class to practice to night class like you know just so all that stuff like was was took a toll I guess um and I just wasn't I wasn't focused. I didn't have the direction that I needed. Like, I just was like, I'm just here to play basketball. And, <laughs> and this is what I'm going to do. And so they was like, just kidding. You ain't making <laughs> the grades. Grades, yeah. And, and I tell people all the time, like, grades are just as important as how good you are. Now, I always say there's some elite individuals, some people who are elite. It's like, hey, listen, I'm doing one year and I'm onto the next level then okay you, you come in yeah you show up and you don't show up and you play when then you go to the league but the majority of us like we we have to come with the package like you know coaches don't want to babysit us in the classroom or on the court or swimming or whatever sport you're playing but so continue on with your story i i want to look because i'm learning this as well too so so <laughs> you you chose not to register your, so yeah. the first semester you had to sit out because your grades weren't up to, up to par. You finally buckled yeah. down, got it right. But that yeah, semester like, you had to. Pay. Oh no, I can't. I cannot have this. I cannot have not right. a scholarship. Like it, it a switch turned in my head, and I was like, "This is what I, I got to do." Yeah. Right. So, so so you end up sitting out, paying your own way, and then next semester, coach, all right, you're back. Money, money's back yeah. on, money back on, and now you're playing. But like you said, they've already built that kind of chemistry because they've been playing. Coach has, you know, hit the coach had their rotations of you know the little yeah. eight, man, eight woman rotation, and mm -hmm. so kind of kind of speak to how you were able to like just manage in that last you know semester before having to yeah. then go to your next school to finish your college, you yeah. know, collegiate career. So mentally, like that was tough. Just that whole first year mentally or coming back to second year mentally was tough because, you know, you have an expectation for yourself as well. So I kind of like, you know, let myself down. And I, then like I felt bad for my teammates, too, because we, we had a really good, you know, close. And they're like, what's going on? Like, what happened? Like, I was like, you know, out here tripping. <laughs> So um, mentally, I just had to just focus. But I've all, like I said in the beginning, like I've always been a person to be like, all right, I, I still can play. I just got to play hard. Like I was always still trying to earn my place back in the rotation, like where I was, you know. So I just had to be like, I put myself in this position. I got to get myself out of this position. And I just was kind of you know focused on that and um finished out the season or whatever 
And at that point, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I was going to do after that. I didn't know, you know. So, so yeah, so, so, so quick question. So try to like, you know, compare or like contrast your senior year in high school. Like, okay, what's next? I know I want to play ball at the next level to now your sophomore year at a junior college. Now you're like, hey, I got a taste of this college thing. I kind of know how it works. So like, what was that like hunger like of like, listen, I need to go and I need to get a full ride somewhere and let's let's get it. Like time is of the essence. That was like, it was like, I almost got to a point where I was like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Really? And, and yeah, I, I did. I did kind of get to that point, but then I continued to play. So like after the season, like I joined another uh, team and outside of my team, but it was like different. Uh, I don't know how to, I don't know what the team was called, but it was like college athletes and we would go play in tournaments. And so from those tournaments and they, and my friend was like, okay, we have this tournament, this tournament. And it was like um, women that were in our division at our JUCO. So from those tournaments, I... Sorry, um, sorry, sorry. So if this is after the, your sophomore season. You guys were doing after this. After my sophomore season. I've never heard of it before, but go ahead. Please, please share, share more. Share yeah. more. Go, this okay. was after my sophomore season, and I went and played in this uh, tournament. And from that tournament, I don't, I don't remember what tournament it was. That's when I started getting offers rolling in. Um, but backtrack. Meanwhile, when I was in college at, at the JUCO, um, my coach, my assistant coach, she, she um, told me that I had, after my first year, had people looking at me. Like, mm. so she, she was like, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, but then I didn't. <laughs> Play the, the grades the grades so yeah so i i don't know what happened to those people but these are like major names or not major names it's like they were they were big cool and so and i remember um you know she's showing me some of the letters like you have this this is it because we we had like a talk about she was really good at like checking on her mental health and what she we thought that we could bring to the team. So she would always sit down with us and be like, okay, what's your strength? Like, what do you feel like you bring to this team? So we would have these conversations. And so she um, she was telling me that, you know, there were teams that were looking at me. But after I messed up that, after that first year, um, all that kind of went away. So, and then, you know, I'm struggling to play in the lineup. So I really didn't know what I was gonna do, which mentally, you know, that to the goal. So I was just like, well, I don't know. Like, like if I play, I play now, like I might have to get a regular job. <laughs> or well, take some loans out or something. Take some more loans to get, get to the rest of the undergrad. Yeah. But. And then um, I was like, I was working at a hotel, like in the summertime. I was like, maybe I'll, I'll do this. <laughs> but um, like I said, I played in this tournament. And then after that, like I had like, um, letters just coming in from different places and um I just went with the one that gave me the most money because me having to pay for that mess I was like oh no I don't want to do that <laughs> yes 
Yeah, so um, so I went with the one that gave me the most money, and that's how I ended up in West Virginia with you at Bluefield State yeah. College. Yeah, you were at Bluefield State College, and um, I ended up at Bluefield College, which is an NIA school, and you were at Division II school. Yeah. So, okay, so they gave you the most money. So you, you had a list of offers after you played in that tournament. However, you know, Bluefield State was one of my hit lists and will give you more money. Yeah, you're like, I'll jump on that. Yeah, because at, at that point for me, it was like, okay, if all else fails, I have to get a scholarship and uh, or get an education and I need my education paid for because school is very expensive. And, um, and that was, you know, and I was thinking of that and I was at a JUCO, you know, right. the cost of a JUCO is, you know, way less than uh, you know, big university year. Um, so like that was my goal was to get uh get get the most money that I can. Um right, right, otherwise right. I wouldn't be able. And so yeah, that's how I ended up in West Virginia. And wow, was- so 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 uh sorry to cut you off again. I know I, I do that. Apologies. So just kind of take us through your journey, your last two years that you have. And now you're at, you know, Bluefield State College, you're playing, you know, you're a junior now. So you have experience, you know, you can't play with your grades. You have to keep it up on, on the, on this court, as well as your mental space. Like you had a coach in high school and college, you did JUCO that really helped you kind of like condition and strengthen your mental health, whether you knew it or not, whether you knew how important it was or not, they did help you think through that. So like, how did you finish out your college, your, your college years, your collegiate career? Well, I went there. So, like going to West Virginia, first time. Didn't I didn't visit? I didn't do any of that. I just was like, they got the most money. That's where I'm going. So, it was kind <laughs> of like a culture shock for me. Like I was, I wasn't prepared for how different of a lifestyle that I would live <laughs> in West Virginia. And even me fighting, because in my head, my naive head, I was like, oh, I'm in Virginia. It's going to be like, you know, Virginia, the, the Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking West Virginia, oh. mountain town. So, yeah. yeah. So I, um, I land there. My coach comes pick me up. We have to drive like two hours, hour and a half from the airport or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um so the first thing I was like okay where are dorms they're like oh we don't have dorms we have this this housing outside a campus (laughs) and so I was like oh okay all right all right this is different I'm used to dorms I'm used to like our meal plans I'm used to like all that stuff so um with that school they didn't have any of that because it, it it was it was it was a struggle. Like the structure was just for like academics. Like so, you didn't have a cafe there either. I didn't know you guys didn't have a cafe. We have a cafe that did not serve what food or <laughs> like we never <laughs> literally yeah. ate in the cafe. We did that's, not have that's, that. That's pretty, yeah. So how I survived like financially, like I I did the Pell Grant and stuff like that my coach he was just an angel we butted heads and he was like an angel looked out for us as far as like you know 
us being fed in, in the house and stuff like that. He would he would do a lot. Um, he also gave us like work studies and stuff like that. But yeah, so get in there, culture shock. Um, then I came from a winning program at my JUCO mm-hmm. program that was not good at all. <laughs> now, did you, did you know that going in or did you just find out, like, did you look at, like, the record or, like, some footage of them or you just said, most, most money, D2, I'm going. I'm not even questioning yeah. and, the record. And it was a, yeah, I kind of just went, but it was also because it was, like, like, I had to make it, I was actually deciding between two schools and when that second offer came in with the um, the more money, I was like, it, I have to make the decision because like I gotta be there in like a month or something like you know so I just kind of was like all right this is it so I kind of did like a little bit of research but not you know not that much and I just really didn't think we would be that bad <laughs> you know? we would struggle that much but uh, I learned a lot in that situation from coaching style to um, just mentality of a winning team and a mentality of a losing team. And you always want to be on the winning team. Always. It's it's, it's a better feeling. So that was was a struggle for me mentally because, mind you, I've already played two years of college. So these um, other women that were coming in, some of them, they're their first year. So the maturity that... Mm -hmm they did not have kind of affected like our team and mm-hmm. I I um had previous experience and I knew what we needed to do to like win or whatever and it, it's hard to teach that sometimes mm-hmm. when there's other factors going on too but right, right. Um, yeah did I answer so- <laughs> yeah no 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 you did you, you did I also want to point out that and I think I, I may be wrong but uh, you did go to APCU, right? Wasn't that yes. APCU? So shout out to, you know, yes. uh, Utah State College, APCU. However, it was not the HBCU. Well, it's a, technically it was the HBCU, but a lot of the minority there were not minorities. It, not. it was um, probably like 10% minorities. And the other 90 was not minority. So that was the difference, too. Um, yeah. But I did go to the HBCU. So. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> All right. So were there any other challenges that you experienced throughout your junior and senior year? I know you talked about the incoming freshmen and having to kind of mentor them. And it's hard because, you know, they're 18, 19 coming in. Like, they know everything. And you're like, listen, I've been there. Let me just try to, I know how we can kind of, turn our season around or turn our team around but of course you got the coach and also you're a a transfer so being a transfer also a little different too you're like you didn't grow in the program you're coming into the program you know so um, that can also be kind of challenging so kind of speak to that if you can if you haven't already um yeah um the biggest thing for me was coaching styles um from my coach at my juco he was very like these are the plays, run the plays. I don't really care how you get the ball where it needs to get. Just get the ball to the open person and 
make the play. He was he was very good on like making the play, run like he was he was he was a hard nose coach. If I guess <laughs> makes sense. And so he um so he like just instilled in me just to go just just go do what you're supposed to do and you know be where you're supposed to be because if not you're gonna break down the play and everything like that. Where when I got to my um, junior or my uh, Bluefield, yeah, my four year, um, he was very technical. Like he was very um, like if you pass, your wrist needs to be pointed down to the to the ground. Like you need to have your put like it. And that structure for me was difficult because even from high school which I don't know if this was, he should have been doing this, but he, my high school coach, he was like, yeah, you know, cuff the ball. Like he was more like, <laughs> more like relaxed. Like, like it wasn't like technical discipline. It was more like use your athletic ability to do what you got to do to do the play. In my four year school, he was very, um like by the book yeah i i felt like a robot <laughs> so um i i remember we would spend hours hours practicing passing like overhead passes bounce passes uh you know just passing all day where i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't used to that in my other practice, we were just basically run plays and scrimmage all day. And so that was difficult. And I think that's where we kind of like bumped heads. I'm like, because in my head, which as a player, you, you kind of think you know everything. I'm like, it doesn't matter how I get the ball there if I get the ball to the open person, even if I do it so behind my head. Like, you know. <laughs> right, right. And I think our team lacked discipline whereas our um my juco team our team was very disciplined like you late you run like you know like we had to be like this and um it was a lot of um a lot of structure at the juco whereas the other one it was it was like you're trying to instill discipline but people are not listening and then I don't know how to explain it, but it was our team lacked discipline. And I feel like that is a big thing that you need when you want to win. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, we, we struggled with that. So it, okay. all that was like a learning lesson and, and I never really lost from high school. I never really lost like that. I mean, I may have like a season that we were like, you know, a little over 500 or something, but I never had mm-hmm. a season. So that like really, different experiences and like it helps you on beyond your college years because we know you know college one day is going to end and we're going to be in the real world then you know, I was get that job offer that you want or you know, I was going to kill the interview or want get the position that, that you want. So sometimes it's kind of okay to kind of learn from those life lessons. Yeah, it was tough because you came from winning programs and 
you're also like, I know you're a competitor. Like you compete with everything. So <laughs> you're a born competitor. So for you to lose, yeah. like, I remember you used to be pissed. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't even talk to you for like a day or two. Like I'm like, it's every game. That you all, every game so you can't. I like, know. <laughs> Just imagine all the emotion that goes into you yeah. know, out there. Yeah. And it, it, it's like you're so, moving all and still coming up short. I was, I was. It hurts. It hurts. So, so that was pretty consistent for your junior and senior year, right? Pretty much consistent. Nothing really changed from junior to senior year at, at Bluefield State. No, um, as far as like academically, um, my mindset changed. Like I was like, okay, I got to do this, and that's actually when I picked my major, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was criminal justice. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was something that. I was interested in, so I went for it, but I really wanted to do something more in like kinesiology or something, but our school didn't have that program. Mm -hmm. And I was focused on the money when I decided to go there. (laughs) That was like a driving force, um, which if, you know, I could have went to a place that had something that was more desirable for me, I probably would have went that route and tried to figure it out, but you know, I'm I'm happy with what I did in life. So. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I think it's important to, to to know. I mean, but it was it it took me a while to figure out like even what I wanted to major in. It took me a while to understand like, oh, okay, there's bachelor's of science and bachelor's of art. Like, it took me a while to know the the college structure and um, like what you need to do in those college structures. Because like I said, I didn't have a mentor. I was just going through it. And um, yeah, so I, I wish I had someone who could like steer me in a direction. Right, right. I mean, don't we all? I mean, this is what this is what I created this community for is because like these young, these young athletes, male, female, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, and also this kind of leads into my next question I want to ask you and just kind of get your thoughts on it. You know, things are changing now, you know, I mean, we're a bit seasoned and now they're allowing student athletes to get paid for their likeness. And I read articles, someone signed for a million dollar country for some new tech firm. And I think Master P son signed for like $2 million or something. So I'm like, what and I don't know too much about it, so I really can't speak like knowledgeable about it. I just read a couple of things here and there, but I just kind of just want to get your thoughts on that, and then um, just just kind of you know speak speak to what you know uh, about that new process and how you feel about it. Well, I don't know like you. I don't know much about the new process, but I I personally feel like college athletes should get paid. Like <laughs> I feel like um, especially with these big school well to me it doesn't matter they're bringing in revenue for the school and everything and it is a job it is a full-time job being a student athlete um and I just feel like they should be paid I, I, so you're all for it I'm all for it yes all I'm for, all yeah. for it yeah I'm all for it too like I don't understand I, why why not like why won't why wouldn't they you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, no, no, I'm all, I'm all for it. I mean, I've read things and I've been there personally where like, they're like, hey, I'm playing ball, I'm in school, I ain't got no food, you know, like what's, what's going on, coach? Like I need something, yeah. I need something on the gas, you know, and, and to be at like a, you know, big, like, 
University of Texas or Florida or University of Miami and you're like trying to trying to just fend for yourself and you're like I'm this big name I'm on TV every Saturday ESPN and so um but I think one of my fears is just you know just those people out there that will take advantage of these young kids who are you know from maybe not the best background or upbringing yeah. I'm like hey come here I'll help you manage your money or here's a loan and you know like so just yeah. Just, just being careful and just knowing what you're getting yourself into, I think is very yeah. important. Just being knowledgeable and having someone you trust. Not yeah, just support the cool. system behind you with that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very important. If they're young, 18, 19, with a million dollars or $100,000, I mean, that's still 50000 so a lot of money to an 18-year-old. Shoot, to a grown yeah. person, that's <laughs> a lot of money, you know? So, so like, just, just being wise and having a good support system that's going to have your best interest at heart because, you know, it's it can be tough and it can be roller coaster. So, so yeah, just want to kind of give you your thoughts on that. Anything else you yeah. want to say on that or anything you want to say on that? Yeah. I like, like you said, if there has been times where you're out here, like, all right, like, how am I going to, you know, make it to <laughs> my rent? Cause we have to pay rent too. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> luckily you're in a program <laughs> that allowed us to, uh, you know, our rent wasn't that much, but, um, yeah, it it's they're giving a lot, and I feel like they should get something. And, and education is is important, right? And it, and education is experience. And I know people have that argument, well, like they're getting the education, but our society has changed a lot too when it comes to like your education and the degrees you have. Um, so it's a lot of people that you are competing against still with you know degrees when you come out into the real world so everybody has a bachelor's degree not everybody but you know a lot of people have a bachelor's degree now and um even a a master's a doctorate like you know so you're really competing and the old you know thing was okay go to college get an education uh get this degree you'll make more money that's not really the case nowadays. So I feel like these athletes that are going to college, yes, give them education and yes, pay them <laughs> for it because it's not a guarantee like they used to make you think. Like it's not right. guaranteed that, you know, that you'll be able to get the same position and make this amount of money to, to pay back these loans or whatever you have from there. So I just I just feel like, if they're giving their mind, body, and soul to this sport, to this organization, to this school, they should be compensated for it. I just right. Like, and, 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 and you also mentioned it, like, they bring money to the school, like, going to a bowl yeah. game, big money for the school, being on TV or doing that, you know, the alumni want to see their team do good. They donate, oh, yeah. here's a booster, or here's money here for the, but if you're not doing good, maybe you might not get, a, get as much, you know, or yeah. Like Alabama wins these bowl games. They're probably the one paying for these new research buildings that on campus or these new facilities mm-hmm. on campus. It's, it's through the sports. And if an athlete can get paid for being liked or have a YouTube channel or you know, yeah. go sign autograph on a on a Sunday yeah. and, and, and get paid for, I mean, it shouldn't be legal, but you know, it's this they have to find a way to, to, to tax it or you know, make it where yeah. it's you know, so it's just that's there just definitely how have to be some type of regulation. And just like you said, like the you don't want anybody to be taken advantage of like these young kids trying to make these decisions. So I feel like there has to be some type of, you know, 
regulation stipulations in there, but I feel like overall they need to benefit the, the student athlete. <laughs> so right. just make sure they're protected, you know, because that's yeah. at the end of the day, it's for them, you know. Right. Right. All right. So my next question for you is um throughout your journey as a student athlete, what would you say was your like lowest embarrassment, like you know, moment of like, man, if I can go back, I would have done something totally different like as a student athlete that would be the my first uh second years of college like I, I definitely would go back and change my whole mindset even from like um playing like I wasn't as calm like I was confident but I wasn't as confident like if I knew what I knew now like I would be way more aggressive like I would I would have been like I would have been Kobe, okay? <laughs> no, I'm not Pat. <laughs> yeah. But I would have I would have had a whole different mentality. Um, as far as you know, academically, of course I, I would have had a whole whole different mentality. And that that it took me a long time to even be able to speak about it because it really to me was embarrassing. Like, how did how did you fail? Like, how did you do this? So even a lot of people now still didn't know that was my journey, but it, yeah. um, so that was like my most embarrassing, embarrassing moment. Oh, and okay. I also did score on the wrong basket, like in high school. Oh, in the game? <laughs> in the, in practice or like in the game with a referee? No, the like in the game. <laughs> How'd that happen? What? Okay. How? Like, were you, like, you're spinning around? This was, a, this was when we were in this Vegas tournament, you know, back in, in the day. <laughs> what happens there stays so, there. Yeah, so they shot on their basket, but I was going up. I went up for the rebound and got the rebound. But the girl, like, was defending me <laughs> on the wrong side. <laughs> so me not constantly, I was like, why is she? <laughs> like, I'm going <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so she it was like, but I just couldn't understand why she was defending me on the other side. I'm like, oh, and you know, and this is just after, you know, halftime. So you know how we get switched baskets. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in my Ooh. head, I was still going to that same basket. Yeah, it, that's know, funny. Mental lapse, y'all. Mental lapse. Mental so lapse. That's funny. That's funny. The game is about 85% mental. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So next question, what was your most like highest achievement or like award or like, man, I'm proud of that moment. Like, like through, whether it's middle school, before high school, in high school and college, what would be like your highest moment? Like, man, like I, I really did that. You know, that was me. <laughs> like a game, a, a game winning shot. I mean, something, anything or an award, like maybe you won most changing, yeah. most improved player or, you know, best teammate. I did, I did, I, I did win some awards, but I can't remember exactly what they were. Mm -hmm. I was, um, for the uh, second school, I was like all American or something like that. So that, that was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, some of the games where I had like double doubles and stuff like those, I, <laughs> I like those games. I really like the awards are cool. But like when I played really well, like I was, it was a different feeling. Like, like I was really happy about that. And um, like even, I've always had weird stuff happen to me. Like I scored about 
six points or something like that with one of my shoes that fell off, you know, <laughs> in the game. <laughs> what? So, yeah, like, I would never tie my shoes either. So uh-huh. that weird stuff. I would get my ankles wrapped, but I would never tie my shoes. So my shoes would sometimes fall off. Well, not all the time, but like somebody stepped on my shoe and it was off, but I had to keep playing because the ref didn't, you know, stop the game. So within that, like, I was able to score and, uh, you know, steal, score, like, but the ref never knew my shoe was off. Uh, so he never, like, stopped the game. And I remember my coach, was there, he's like, her shoe was off, her shoe was off, her shoe was off, but he didn't, wasn't paying attention, so. Right. And we were, like, doing a full court press, and so it was Six well, points with one yeah. shoe. That's, yeah. hey, that's, that's that'll make top ten for real. Yeah. Like ESPN. Was so, that a high school or your UCO or at your? No, that school? was that was at the uh, Bluefield. That was. Oh, Bluefield. okay, okay. That. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So that that I think I even have it like on film. Oh wow! Yeah. So wow. that oh. that that was fun. That okay. Was like, oh, I scored on you with one shoe on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So after Bluefield, like, did you have any aspirations to play ball at the next level? Like, were you like, man, I know I did this four-year thing and, you know, I finished, I'm graduating. Did you want to play at that level or were you like, you know what, ball has took me long, far enough, I appreciate you, but it's time to enter the real world? Um, No, I did want to play next level. Um, And at one point, I want to say it was like uh, going into my junior league, there was – a team that travels overseas to play and they were like hey do you want to come play but this is you know the schedule I was like well I can't like I I wanted to finish school right so I was um I didn't go because I was like I need like I've come this far like I need to finish get this degree and then um so that was a tough decision I guess but once I got focused on like me having to complete school and um, get this degree, like that's kind of where I went with it. And um, yeah, so I had that opportunity, but I ended up choosing school. <laughs> so after your senior year, did anything come up? Like did that team come back around? Hey, are you still available? Or did you try to go to any like exposure camps or anything like that? Or, or were you like, no, because after my senior year, because I messed up my first year, I had to do one more year of school. Uh, so, um, okay. in, in that year, like, I became the assistant coach to the team that I played. Oh, I forgot. Really? You were, yeah. you were coaching with Coach Coach B, Coach Brown? Yeah. <laughs> I forget. You know, I was, by that time, I was far removed. I was like, listen, I got to figure yeah. out life, you know. <laughs> okay, so so by being assistant coach, did you still get your school, like, was school free for you still, or were you having to pay? Yeah, yeah. They, he, okay. So, oh, well, it was because. At that point, I got a cross-country scholarship. <laughs> Hold on, what? <laughs> Man, you missed the yeah. game, huh? You're like, <laughs> that's smart, though. Why not? Yeah. You got the skill set. Why well, not? Well, our, uh, our coach made us – we didn't have a cross-country team. So in order for our school to qualify to go to, like, nationals and stuff like that, all the sports have to be played. And we didn't have a cross-country team, so our coach would volunteer us as, like, preseason training to do cross country so 
when I didn't have um, basketball, he ended up giving me the cross country scholarship. So I would have to compete in cross country. And that's how I was able to pay for the school for the last year. And we were terrible at cross country. (laughs) Worse than basketball? (laughs) Yes. We and and our, our guys and girls team had to do it. So we would go out to these cross country meets, you know. We would run because we had to compete. Everybody had to um compete mm-hmm. and train and, and um, but we just cross country, yeah, yeah. like a 400, 200. Okay, we can probably do the hurdles, long cross country, no, cross country. I think I we were running like five Ks. We were doing five Ks. Five Ks. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's okay. how I was in, end up able to pay for my first or my last year of school year. and all that and. Um, yes, that's how I got that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, so you kind of touched on that a little bit already, so just to kind of flush it out if you want to, or you like, I already got that already answered, but we all know hindsight is twenty twenty. So if you can go back, I think you already mentioned one, you know, one particular part, but like you could go back to high school again, like high school, like what decision would you have or what would you have done differently to maybe get a, a different outcome? Not saying the outcome was bad because, you are today, you know, telling your yeah. your uh, testimony and sharing your uh, journey with us. So, but what would you have done different if you, if you could go back? Like I, like I definitely would have like the mamba mentality. I would definitely be more strategic. I would be more aggressive. I would have, I would have liked to have more direction as far as what I want to do in life period. Um, in ath- being an athlete, like, so it just, you know, hindsight is 2020, it was, it was just, it's just so many things. I would have the confidence, like I had to build my confidence over time. I wish I kind of like stepped out with the confidence. Cause at one point, like I was like, I was really good at defense, but my offensive game, I was like, I, I could have did way more offensively. But I was just, I just wasn't confident enough. So I would have practiced more. I would have, I would have really honed in and focused and be like, and just, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You would have like basically eat, sleep and breathe basketball. You were like, Hey, on the weekends, I'm sure freaked out. Like, like yeah. Kobe, like Kobe's mentality sometimes, I mean, rest in peace, you know, um, and he rests in perfect peace. And the way, like, just listen to his, his speeches or reading stuff about Kobe, the way the man loved the game. Like, I mean, he he gave the game its his his all. Like, yeah. he worked when people were not watching. Like, when lights is on and cameras on to him, that's fun time. His grind yeah. was at night in the in, in the dark, shooting thousand shots or waking up at four a.m. working out and then going to work, work 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 out with the team. You know, that was his yeah. that was his mentality. I mean, they go to Atlanta travel. The team going to Magic City and turning up, and he's like, "No, no, no! I'm gonna be in the room. I order a little yeah. service, and I'm watching film, you know." And like he yeah. just he put in the work, and and yeah. I mean, and, and he like he had a, he had an, he always said it, he said I was obsessed with basketball. Like you had to have like that type of obsession where yeah. like almost unhealthy. Like, are you okay? <laughs> like, like, are you are you alright? Yeah. So looking a little yeah. weird, but yeah, and just being confident. Like I I was a shy, and I'm still shy. Um, so I was shy and kind of reserved and um, I just wish I was just more confident to just 
really bust out of my shell at an earlier age and just go for it and just like put the work in and because I feel like the sky would have been the limit like if I would have just did you know things differently but I wouldn't be who I am today without the experiences that I've had throughout life because my journey was not the typical college journey my journey was very much ups and downs very much a lot of learning curves and um, yeah, I just, I'm happy for it. I met good people in this journey. <laughs> like I met good people. I feel like if I didn't take this journey um, the way I did, I would have never met the people that right. I did. Right. Right. Be able to talk about this. And even when I went into coaching, that took my mindset into a whole yeah other aspect like coaching I never realized how much you could want for a person to win or succeed than ever when you're coaching because I I was like it was so frustrating when you know someone can do something but they just just close away and they just can't get it and get it and then when they finally do get it you're like yeah so coaching has made me have like a different outlook on the overall game of basketball and just sports period because it's it's a different mentality it's a it's it's a different being and i i really appreciate that right right and and, and, oh sorry sorry cut you off go ahead oh you good i didn't that was it (laughs) oh no no i'm just gonna say and just like to your point about people's journey and and I think it's very important to 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 say like a lot of these athletes that you were you were a beast like you could have played at a division school at a mid major at, at a big school. So people say like, oh, I went to NIT, I played D two. No, no, like I'm serious. Like everyone has a reason why they, they're where they are, right? Someone at yeah. Newfield College or someone at you know this school or you know other schools are like, I'm here because I didn't pass the SAT or I didn't do well enough or I had a child in high school or I got you know like like. People are where you are for a reason. However, you have to be grateful for where you are. Like, I always tell people, like, be right. where you stand. Like, if you're standing right now with a Bluefield State jersey on, you wear it with pride. You're like, that was the one I, I take. You know, like, whatever the reason is, you are where you are. So you mm-hmm. have to just accept it and be grateful. Because yeah. someone would give their right arm to wear that jersey that, that you're like, man, this, I'm, I'm at this deep. No, you like you're there already, so you might well do you. You know, right. like top talent across different divisions that probably just get didn't get looked at or had yeah. a, a late growth spurt or had issues academically or coach was like a butt heads and ended up going. I mean, for the reason in, in the world they are right where they are, and there's talent, great talent. Like I played against talent, I'm like, yeah. bro, why are you? Yeah. Like why are you? But it's like yeah, I know a lot know of why. my a lot of my teammates. Um, and, and even like, uh, male teammates or male athletes that went to my school, they, they are, their journeys was crazy. And then they end up being at overseas or, uh, yep. you know, D1s and making a name for themselves and, yep. um, you know, and their journey just keeps on going. So you just never know, yeah. never know how, what you're, where you're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to yeah. ride the ride. Ride the ride and just appreciate it. You know, I like just appreciate it. Just 
just do good. You know, like I always say, you put good out there, good come back to you some way, mm-hmm. one way or another. It may not be to you directly, but maybe to like your, your sibling or to your child or to your, I mean, someone you love, like just, just, just do good, you know, like wherever you are. But we're almost done. I know I'm taking too much of your time. So I want to oh, wrap good. up here. So um, another question is, um, so for the young Thundercats, for these young athletes out there playing all kinds of sports, you know, lacrosse, hockey, basketball, football, like what advice, what advice would you give? I mean, you already give them a lot throughout your, throughout our session, um, but just giving you time to just say, hey, you're speaking to them directly. Like, what would you tell that middle school girl or, or boy that's like, man, I want to play in college. I don't know how I'm going to make it there, but I want to make it, you know, and I would say, number one, like, be focused on your mental health. I say, be focused on your education, your your grades and everything, because you can't get to the college level without being, uh, you know, <laughs> getting the, the grades and being educated and get that. You have to be able to stay eligible to play. So <laughs> I would say that. And then as far as like the, the physical athlete, like just work hard, practice, 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 and give it your all every time you go out there. Like leave, leave no crumbs. Like <laughs> give it everything. And um, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. And just... And I would, I would also, what is good is to write short-term goals for yourself as mm-hmm. far as like, um, like what you want to do athletically, um, what you want to do educational wise for school and stuff like these short-term goals allows you to be focused on what you need to do. Like, okay, like I, this game, I want to work on this, you know, to, and set those goals and go, go for them. Like, right. Thank you. Thank you for those gems, man. I'm, I'm sure it's going to help someone out there. A lot of people out there can definitely take those, those, those gems and apply it to their, to their grind, to their focus and to their journey. So thank you for sharing yeah. that. Every, um, and everything is not going to go your way also. So be able to be fluid within your life period. Like everything is not going to be black and white. You're going to have to figure some things out, but just have a positive mindset when you do it. Just know that you can get through anything. Like honestly. So right. Perfect. Well said. Well said. Thank Thank you. Thank you. So what is Layla up to these days? Like what are you doing? What do you have going on? Or what would you feel comfortable sharing with with our with our scale community? (laughs) Um, you know, I'm working, I'm traveling, I am um trying to get these entrepreneur endeavors off the ground and I um just enjoying life you know and hopefully you know this helps people so in doing these doing this with young today <laughs> but yeah uh, it's working all right grinding Gotcha, gotcha. All right, now my uh, last question is, well, not question, but just any final thoughts from you that you want to share, like maybe a question that I didn't ask you that you wanted to touch on or a topic that we didn't get to discuss today that you're like, I really want to share this with, you know, a young athlete that's on their way up or 
may have a chance. Or you feel like, man, Dada, I've touched on it. <laughs> We're good. No. We um, no, no, I'll just go back to the, sh- the short-term goals. I feel like that that is a good thing. And um, using techniques like, uh, you know, visualization and uh, breathing techniques when you're feeling frustrated and stuff, like really the mental aspect of the game because I feel like that's about 85, 90% of the battle is, um, you know, because sometimes you can get frustrated and that can mentally take you out of the game. So now your frustration is, is, is a domino effect. But if you're able to bring yourself in and, and be like, all right, you know, that was one mistake, but I'm still, you know, good. And I, because for me, I feel like that was sometimes my issue in some games. I, I'll be so worried about the last play instead of like making new plays. So, thank you, thank you. That's beautiful. Let it roll off your back and just keep going. And that's yeah. just with everything in life, because you, you know, you can control what you can control. Right. Is that and the things you can't control? Yeah. So yeah, well, you're my number, th- my uh, number three. Thanks for your time and for and for your knowledge and for sharing on this scale platform. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, thanks a lot. Much, much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And hopefully, you'll have me back. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we'll bring you back on to talk a little bit more in, in detail or about a topic about getting paid for your likeness or or what have yeah. you. So, I have a question for you. You'll come back on and we'll just discuss. So. Thank you. Yeah. We'll definitely see you again in the future for sure. Thank you. I appreciate right. it. Thanks for tuning in to Scale, Sports, Knowledge, and Life, a space where we empower student athletes. Please like, share, follow, and subscribe.